Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. I think everyone will recognise this. Start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes uh, The unmistakable voice of the great Frank Sinatra So, have you thought at all about the depth of Limerick's connections to New York, Big Apple, New York, New York's a good name for all that stuff Anyway, Pat O'Neill, who you'll know well uh, on this show over the years, he's in the process of making a documentary about the links, and it's inspired by an extraordinary photograph. Pat, you're very welcome. Thanks, Joe. Good nice, morning. To nice you. to be back. Now, it being what it is, radio, mm-hmm. um, you'll have to describe this photograph yes. and tell me about its history. Absolutely. Let, let me just, you almost brought me to tears there, Joe, because my son is getting married in New York in a couple of weeks. So well, congratulations. Got, that's my personal connection to New York. And I, know, so I, wish, I wish them the best. Um, obviously, I'm going over for the wedding. Um, I found this photograph by accident, which is kind of a great way to start a documentary film. You never want anything too planned. And this thing is entirely discovery filming, if you want to call it that. Versus a, a scripted, where you know what the end is going to look like. Um, I was in Galway, and I like to stop on out of the way places, you know, break a brack, collectibles. And I walked through this place, and um, in Clare Galway, and uh, as I say, with these places, walk around twice because you're gonna you're gonna miss something the first time. So I did, and I saw this very good photograph hanging unframed on a wall, quite large, and I come from the thirty five millimeter. Uh, my my father-in-law uh, owned and ran Limerick Photo Centre. That was my first job using old 35s. So technically, it's what brought me to the photograph. The clarity of 300 plus people where you could actually see with clarity the people that were the furthest back. Mm. How that's done even to this day, we, we don't actually... Because this photograph is quite old, isn't it? It's, it's 1948. 48, so it's pre-digital for sure. Um, how it was set up... We, we're going to corporate that in the film because it, it's such an important part of the film because if, if the photography wasn't that good, Joe, we wouldn't have it today. It's preserved very well. And this photograph is, frankly, even though it's in a Manhattan ballroom in New York, mm-hmm. all about Limerick. It is, and that's... When I took when I went closer to look at it, um, you know, never to show too much excitement about anything if you're going to buy it, like a car, for instance. Uh, so I, uh, the person was selling it. And it's only then that I started to notice on the bottom right-hand corner, St. Patrick's Eve Ball, 1948, Limerick Men's Benevolent and Social Association. And it's full. This big ballroom is a big ballroom. It's amazing. I've seen the photograph. It Incredible. is remarkable. Yeah. So it, it, you're dead right. Everybody that was there the majority was, uh, had a strong Limerick connection, either from an immigration, recent immigration, or two generational mm. immigration. Yeah. But their common bonds... I'm just, I'm okay. going to hold up, that because we are videoing this as okay. well, and yes. I want to I wanna hold up and see, can the picture be seen? Uh, that is, it's from a slight distance there, but that is the yeah. remarkable um, picture. Uh, and And presumably, as a consequence of that, 
there are people in Limerick, right. uh, maybe even to this day, who have connections right. to the Limerick people right. in this Manhattan ballroom. That's that's exactly it. You know, uh, I come. From, my mother's stack from the store, and I started to write. So it's it's when I started writing short stories and getting them published. I saw film was just waiting to be done on some of them, not all of them. And this is an example. We put out that request that you just mentioned there. To, there's got to be somebody out there that's connected to that large number of people in New York. Within 48 hours, I got a call because I put my number out. It was an American accent. My first observation would be, God, how did you get to hear, hear or see this? You know, I thought she was calling from New York. She said, uh, you might be pleased to know that I live in County Limerick. And that was that was great. I said, I, I think I can help you with this in a very kind way. And I said, oh, absolutely, I'd love to know her. I am, my uncle's in the photograph. Right. And the flower girls that are in the front row, I was one of those not in that photograph, but in a subsequent year. If you wanted a good start or a kick-off start to a project, that's where our filming has been today. We've been down there maybe four times now already. And you can't... It's Kathleen. I won't give away her, her surname for the moment, but it's Kathleen. And uh, she lives in what is possibly all Irish-American dreams, in the most beautifully restored thatch cottage. Fantastic. You, you couldn't write So this. presumably through her, you are developing other links and storylines to this remarkable photograph. That's correct. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's wonderful hints, Joe. You, you have to look really close at a photograph. But when I had it in my hands, of course, I was studying it more, even with a magnifying glass. Hanging off the balcony shows how they stayed connected. They didn't kind of leave Limerick and became you know, totally you know, immersed in American culture and dropped their heritage. Hanging off that is a Limerick-made, handmade banner that has the treaty stone embroidered on it and yes. it has Remember Limerick uh, stitched in. So it just shows... I mean, well, look, we shouldn't be surprised. Mm. I mean, a more modern wave of emigration mm. is connected to the international roads of Tralee because yes. you know, she's Roisin Wiley, mm-hmm. New York, living That's in right. Rochester, but both her parents are from Limerick. But yes. it goes back a long way, the Limerick connections to New York. Yeah, and I think for a short documentary, I think there's a bigger archival historical piece to this story. We've got to keep it tight because my goal would be to come back as a Limerick person and have this film shown at Richard Harris. That's what's driving me out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've got to do it well enough and while we capture all the raw data, it's like you know, you know, you're, tra- you're throwing on yes, a mess and you're trawling. You have to then. Yeah. So I'll put a call out. If any Limerick person wants to help out with the editing, um, I'm doing most of this work myself. And, and would you be still interested in hearing from people who might listen to this or might see our video sure. and think, oh, hang on, I, I have a connection to that photo? Oh, abso- absolutely. I think the, the more, while well, we have a central character now whose family was part of, he, her, her uncle was the president of this association. So they had a big role. They and now, growing up, she was born in the states, and she re- talked about immigration. She came back to live in Ireland, not having been born, and bought herself the uh, idyllic uh, cottage. So it's kind of an interesting twist. And but the other thing, Joe, and I'm, I put a call out to um, the Limerick School of Art and Design to the Fashion Department. The standard and the the, the level of dress code, particularly with the ladies, because the men wore suits and stuff like that. You know, it's hard to distinguish one fashion from another there. But if you look really closely. The standard of the dress is so beautiful and nice. The other thing that really struck me about the photograph is it is both happy and sad at yes. the same time, isn't it? That is dead right. In the faces, Joe, 
And the other technical part of this photography, everybody, uh, you know what it's like to get everybody at a wedding to, to actually look at the camera? The cameraman is about to pull their hair out. Three, over 300 people, every single face is captured. There's a whole story behind that, and we have that, and it'll be in the film. But in those faces, and I, I immigrated myself uh, a couple of times, and my son is now, now in, in New York, there is a kind of a blankness in the photograph, many how it was configured, but behind every single face is a story. We're just taking one person's story to try and help us. The other part of it is, is that it changes sometimes a little bit of the view of emigration, like our own famine and, and that kind of thing. These people had a, a supporting organisation, a social and benevolent association that looked after them. They had debt benefits, they had sick benefits for Limerick people. Un- unheard of. We think of sick benefits and long-term retirement as a new thing. Limerick people created for themselves in New York for Limerick people. Extraordinary. Well, listen, keep us updated. Absolutely. Very, very interesting uh, to hear about it in at this point and it'd be amazing to see it as it develops. And as you say, the ambition is to get it uh, to the Richard Harris yeah. Film Festival. Absolutely. Um, Patrick, uh, Pat O'Neill, good to see you. Thanks, Richard. Thanks for Thanks. coming in. Fascinating story. Yeah. Amazing uh, photograph. Really. We'll, keep you, we'll keep you posted. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.